Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. We have an interesting question this week, along with all the other normal stuff we talk about. The question came in about what the Chinese government is doing with their steel exports. It went as follows. Chinese government is removing the VAT rebate on steel-based exports. It's having a massive impact on our industry for any pipe, valve, and fitting products that are produced in Chinese factories for American manufacturers. Overnight, companies were faced with a 13% increase from the Chinese foundries, which will then be passed along to the U.S. distributors of these items. On average, most PVF products will have an annual price increase, but some products are having price increases almost monthly in 2021. So what we're getting caught up in is an adjustment that's been taking place in China for now probably the last three, four, five years. And it I don't want to go into excruciating history here, but China overproduces steel. And this is something that they didn't really intend to do, but a number of years back, every regional authority in China decided that if it wanted to play in the big leagues and attract the attention of the authorities in Beijing, it had to be into heavy industry. That meant steel. So you have steel producers all over the country, and they have been basically producing an often very bad quality steel. They've been certainly producing too much of it. And over the years, the Chinese would dump a lot of it. They would do as much as they could to get it off into the foreign markets. They were encouraging all of these exports with all kinds of incentives, everything from VAT rebates to just out and route paying them to ship this stuff off to somebody else. This has caused a great deal of consternation with many other countries in the world, and China has been fighting off these attacks for quite a while because the U.S. and the Europeans and pretty much everybody is like, look, we're tired of your dumping all of your dang steel on us. I mean, you're the ones that set this up to overproduce. Do something. And China is now doing something. They began warning that they were going to start making these adjustments even as early as January, even really late last year. So they were promising that these export incentives would start going away. And this is one of those that they've decided to adjust. So the VAT rebate is basically trying to get the steel producers in China to produce less and to do something else other than produce steel. The impact on the rest of the world, though, is fairly obvious. I mean, this is stuff that was basically fairly cheap coming out of China and now has gone up in price. The Chinese are also looking to emphasize a few of their steel producers as opposed to the vast majority of kind of the rural and and secondary producers. This will not be the first thing that China does, nor will it be the last. I mean, the Chinese are really trying to reduce that stockpile, try to consolidate the industry to a degree, try to figure out how to rationalize more of their import and export. China used to use an awful lot of its domestically produced steel, but it doesn't now. That was back in the days when they were throwing up construction projects like there was no tomorrow, and they didn't really care if anybody ever actually occupied these office buildings and apartment buildings. Well, now 
they're worrying about that stuff. You know, their debt levels are very high. You know, we complain about our own debt to GDP ratio, which is 110%, much higher than it should be. We're not as bad off as Greece, but China's debt to GDP ratio is 280% of GDP. Japan is 260% of GDP. Many of these operations are basically financed by the government, and the Chinese are tired of it. They can't afford it. So they're trying to get their economy into a more rational place, more emphasis on the consumer society, less on production. So this really hasn't been aimed at trying to hurt the consumers of their steel. This is kind of a a situation where those who are importing Chinese steel and steel products are kind of the innocent bystander that's gotten hit by some of these these bigger policies. As far as what to expect in the future, like I said, this isn't going to be the last attempt. Um, there will be outright demands that steel plants shut down. There are going to be withdrawals of support for some of these, particularly in districts that don't have particularly good relationships with Beijing. So this is really the first wave of a lot of consolidation in that industry, and it won't be limited to steel. I mean, they're looking at what's going on with aluminum production and with pretty much any other industrial production. It's a, it's a shift that's been taking place at least at the discussion level in China for quite a while. So with that, that's a little bit of an esoteric topic, but it's certainly one that's affecting everybody in the industry right now. The bigger issue, which we all are dealing with, is the high commodity prices. It's not just steel, it's aluminum, it's copper, it's PVC, it's rosins, it's lumber, you name it. Theoretically, those are fairly temporary. These are demand-driven inflation problems where you've seen a big, big expansion of activity, and that has overwhelmed the producers. Theoretically, the producers catch up. The only thing that stands in the way of that process, though, is that if people are in a position to keep paying these higher prices, they will. There's an awful lot of money circulating in the economy right now, $5.4 globally. People normally stop paying for things when they become too expensive. When inflation gets carried away, people either can't afford it or don't want to afford it. But if they're sitting on extra cash, which they are now, they will grumble and they'll complain about the price hike, but they'll pay it anyway. And we're seeing this happen. I mean, the price of homes is outrageous. Has it meant that people aren't buying homes? No, it hasn't. Um, people are continuing to buy them. And until that begins to reverse and people start reacting to the price, there's no guarantee that these commodity prices will drop. Um, the theory is that they will, probably by the end of summer. But we should be keeping our eye on that money supply issue. And with that, I'll quit for this week, and we'll communicate again next week. Thanks.